the true origins of Christmas. We have friends who do not celebrate Christmas because they say December 25th is really a pagan holiday. How do I respond to them? Well, in a sense, tell them they're right. Uh, you see, the, the, the winter solstice a couple of days later was the shortest day of the year, and the pagans had something called Saturnalia. And it was a time of lawlessness because all the laws were suspended. And people, the, a bunch of singers were actually wandered the streets naked singing. And, and then they had orgies, sexual orgies. It was a mass thing. Well, when the Catholic Church came along in Italy, the, the Romans and others didn't want to give up their holidays. So they said, okay, we'll Christianize it. And uh, so they said, okay, we'll say the birth of Jesus was the 25th of December. I have withheld from making a video like this for several years in order to not rain on anyone's parade, but these are the last days. And the Bible says that the truth shall set you free. The Bible is one of the oldest books in the world, and it literally details a festival, a holiday, a holy day, Christmas day in the Bible, and it explicitly proclaims to us not to celebrate this holiday, Jeremiah 10 and 2. This is what the Lord says, do not learn the ways of the nations or of the heathens, or be terrified by the signs in the heaven, though the nations are terrified by them, for the practices of the peoples are worthless. Listen to this, they cut a tree out of the forest, and a craftsman shapes it with a chisel. You hear this? They adore it with silver and with gold. They fashion it with a hammer and nail so it does not teeter. We're talking about the Christmas tree that they fashion it with hammer and nail so it does not teeter. The Bible says in Jeremiah 10 and 2, do not learn these ways. Do not do this. Do not learn the ways of the nations. The King James Version says, do not learn the ways of the heathens. This is not a holiday sanctioned by God, and it is actually a sin to celebrate this holiday. I've never told y'all this part before. It is actually a sin. You are sinning. If you go get that Christmas tree and you are, and you deck it in silver and gold and you got the chisel and hammering in there and, and so, it, so it, it's planted in your living room, you are sinning if you celebrate this holiday. How am I sinning? Let me show you what is sin. What is sin? First John 3 and 4, whosoever committed sin transgresseth also the law. For sin is the transgression of the law. Sin is the breaking of God's laws. Well, how is this a sin? Jeremiah isn't a part of God's laws. The book of Jeremiah is not a part of God's laws that he gave to us to follow. Hmm, this is going to get good. The scripture says in Jeremiah, in Jeremiah 10 and 2, it says, do not learn the ways of the heathen. Do not learn the ways of the nations. Then it proceeds to tell us about Christmas, cutting down a tree and decking it with silver and gold, shaping it and celebrating it the ways of the nations. It tells us do not celebrate this. Do not go along with the ways of the nations, the ideals, the laws, the holidays of the nations. Listen to this Leviticus 20 and 23. You must not follow the statutes of the nations. I am driving you out be, uh, before because they all, they all did all these things and I abhorred them. Do not follow 
the ways of the nations that I am going to drive you out before. Oh, y'all better listen to this. Do not follow the ways of the nation. This is Leviticus. This is literally the book of the law. One of the books of the laws, all the laws of Moses, but this is literally, Leviticus literally means laws, <laughs> right? So not only is this holiday pagan and satanic, but it is also a sin for us to celebrate this law. I mean, this holiday. I mean, this statue. Oh, wait a minute, Leo. Christmas isn't a law. Christmas isn't a statue. It isn't. Christmas isn't a law. It isn't a federal law. It isn't a federal statue. God is literally telling you not to celebrate this law, <laughs> this statue. Do not follow the statutes of the nation. A federal statue isn't Christmas. A federal statue, a national statue. Oh, God, you better help me preach this thing. And God's laws forbid you from celebrating it. And you are literally sinning if you choose to participate in this pagan holiday. Research on these holidays. And I found out that Christmas has nothing to do with Christ at all. It's all about the worshiping of a sun god. During the time when Constantine was converting um, pagans to Christians, you know, the pagans didn't want to let go of their celebrations. So what they did to compromise was they married the two. They took pagan festivals and Christian doctrine and put them together. That was in the fourth century. But it doesn't matter because if we lived during the fourth century and we call ourselves Christians, like the early Christians did, we would not have celebrated it. Can't you let your children enjoy like. The festivities, the festivities of the holidays, the music, the spirit of, of kind of giving. and I mean, It doesn't have to be whether it's a pagan origin or a Christian origin or there's a real Santa Claus or you believe it was Christ's birthday or whatever. I mean, can you not find a way to fold this in to the current absolutely world? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because to me, it's, it's a form of Satanism. If anybody knows anything about um, pagans, they didn't believe in Christ. They didn't believe in God. So would you let your children go to a seance and, and conjure up spirits? You know, of course not. Now, besides the fact that this is a pagan holiday and that it is against God's laws for us to observe it, which should be more than enough for us not to observe it, to know you're sinning, to know you're breaking God's law should be more than enough for you. But for many of you, it will not be. I'm going to give you the modern origins of the holiday Christmas. And after I give you these modern origins, you decide if you want to celebrate it or not. So go Google Christmas in the Netherlands. Google Christmas in the Netherlands. And what you will find and what you will see is a white Santa Claus with black slaves or helpers getting off a steamship. This is the same Christmas holiday that they are celebrating today in America and around the world. They have just spruced it up and turned slave master into St. Nick and turned this, uh, black slaves into reindeers. This is the same holiday. Go Google Christmas in the Netherlands. And all they did was put the new woke spin on it, <laughs> an American spin on it, like they put on everything. Like on Thanksgiving, they got a bunch of people running. Where they used to show you on Thanksgiving, they used to show you actually they was killing the Indians. They would show you that they do the school play, and they had a cowboy come up and shoot the Indian. But these days, they make it all happy and thanks and say, oh, it's just about to fall, and you giving thanks, and what you're thankful for, whatever, whatnot. But they used to tell you what it was. We was killing. They, they said, not we. They was killing. The natives, and specifically these was black natives, but we get into that another time. The point is, oh God, the point is that they have just spruced it up. Now, instead of it being a actual 
captain, ship captain, slave master, that Santa, uh, Satan, now it is Saint Nick. And instead of it being the black slaves, it's reindeer. Swati Peter is a character based on the stereotypical depiction of black people in the 19th century. Santa Claus uh, in the Netherlands is on the 5th of December and he comes from Spain. And what happens is he comes by boat and he has a lot of servants. And those servants are black. What the tradition now has been for a couple of decades is that white people paint their faces black, put on red lipstick and big um, golden earrings. They have like curl hairs, they have uh, painted lips. And the character is a very submissive, jolly, they're not necessarily smart, they're the helpers and they jump around, they're there to create fun. This has been the case for at least ever since uh, 1850. I'm gonna give you a little bit of the uh, excerpt from an article that I read, Modern Origins of Christmas. Every year around the holiday time, people in the Netherlands paint themselves in blackface and go around pretending to be Santa's African slaves. According to polls, 92% of Dutch people think that it is fine and do not believe that there is nothing racist about it. Black Pete, listen to this, first appeared in 1850 children's book. Listen what the title was, St. Nicholas and His Servant. <laughs> this is Black Pete, the slave that he be with. By Amsterdam schoolmaster Jan something, right? At that time, I, I'll put the article up. At the time, the Dutch Empire was not only deeply involved in the transatlantic slave trade, but also dependent on forced labor in the plantation colonies uh, to survive. They call themselves Black Peach. According to the Dutch legend, listen, who did, listen, this is the part that's about to kill you. They are Moorish. According to the Dutch legend, they are Moorish. They are Moorish entourage that arrives with Santa Claus by steamship to deliver pre-Christmas presents to the good children and carry the bad ones away. Translation: They are Moorish black Israelite slaves. Accord, listen to this: arriving with Santa Claus, their slave master, to be delivered to good children, people who can afford to buy slaves. This is literally in the book, <laughs> 1850. The book was wrong. It's literally in the book. So the white ship captain, who was Santa Claus, St. Nicholas, literally brought slaves to the shores of the European countries as gifts. This is literally the modern origin of Christmas. And this holiday is still celebrated every year in its purest form in the Netherlands with black face, face slaves and Santa Claus, the ship captain, slave master. Throughout Belgium and the Netherlands, people dress up as Black Pete around St. Nicholas Day. This is what that looked like in 1930 in a small town north of Amsterdam, and in 1970 at a local gym, and in 2006 at an elementary school, and in 2014 at a parade. I grew up with this tradition in Belgium. People dressed up as Black Pete and St. Nicholas would come visit my school and take pictures and pass out candy, but Black Pete is a racist caricature. It's a remnant of the Netherlands' colonial past. It's a bit disturbing to realize that you have enjoyed as a child something that now turns out to be problematic. That's disturbing. And so they said, don't mess with my memories. Those in the Netherlands who defend Black Pete argue that it can't be changed because it's a tradition that's been around forever. The Prime Minister even made this argument when he was asked about it at a nuclear security summit in 2014. Because what I said is that Black Pete is black, and I cannot change that, uh, because the name is Black Pete. This is an uh, old children's tradition, Sinterklaas and Swartz Pete, Black Pete, 
On top of that, you'll hear a lot of people say that the black face paint is okay because it doesn't represent skin color. Instead, it's just soot from the chimney. But historically, neither of those defenses is actually true. Zwartpiet was originally written as a black slave character. This is a fact. This time, right now, they just do it on parades and on uh, steamships and on a little parade float. But it's literally celebrated right now. Right now. Mm -mm -mm -mm. The true origins of Christmas. I have learned that we are stiff-necked people. And if you tell people that they can't celebrate something, they yearn and they want to fight back against it. Oh, they, they are rebellions, people, a stiff necked people. So when you tell people what they can't celebrate, you almost have to tell them what they can celebrate in order so they can swallow it. So I'm going to give you the holiday that you can celebrate <laughs> instead of Christmas. And coincidentally, all glory to God, this holiday falls on the 25th of December. <laughs> there is a holiday that God has sanctioned, Hanukkah. Hanukkah is an Israelite festival commemorating the recovery of Jerusalem and subsequent, listen to this, dedication of the second temple at the beginning of the Maccabean revolt. And conveniently, this holiday falls on December 25th. It is celebrated for eight days and seven nights. It's about the rededication of the second temple of God. It's about you rededicating your temple going into this new year on the Gregorian calendar to God. Did you hear me? It is about you rededicating your temple as we go into this new year on the Gregorian calendar to God. The scripture says that in the end, the love of many would wax cold. And that in the end, that many would fall away from the faith. I know you can't tell me that in these last few years that you haven't seen many fall away from the faith. I know you can't tell me that just in these last few years, you haven't seen the love of many wax cold. I went to see my grandmother the other day in the hospital and my auntie was sitting right there in the hallway. And I went to go give my auntie a, a hug. And when I tell you the hug she gave me was so cold, I said, the love of many has waxed cold. I don't even know what I did to her, but the love of many has waxed cold. Many will fall away from the the faith in the end. Y'all know what I'm talking about. 2020 has changed people. They are cold now. It's because we're living in the last days, the last seven years of human civilization, the judgment. I'm telling y'all right now, but that's a whole nother story. But the point is that you can feel it. We all <laughs> uncertain. The love of many will wax cold. And that is why it's so important that us going into this new year on a Gregorian calendar that we rededicate ourselves back to God, back to Yeshua, back to Yah, back to Yahshua. Come on, somebody. I hope y'all hear what I'm saying. There's just so much to distract us from Christ these days. There's just so much to entertain us away from Yah, away from his laws, his commandments, and his statutes. They want to pull us this way on their ideals and pull us this way on their ideals, depending on what you following and who you uh, following behind and what you following on Instagram and on the gram and what you following on TikTok and what you following on Facebook. It could be pulling you this way and that way. You should see some people send me a video this day about this. The next day they send me a video about that. It's just pulling them to and fro. And the love of many is waxing cold and many are falling away from the faith in the end. And mainly it's because we're distracted. Oh God, we're distracted. We thought by having 
uh, more knowledge. I said the knowledge will increase in the end. We thought things would be better off, but the truth is with more knowledge come more distractions. Well, because before you learn one thing, you off to the next thing. Why? And you don't have time to sit on the basics and the foundation. I think that's what makes me so different from all the Israelite camps, from all the Israelite churches that I ever see, is that I just go to the basics and the basic word of God, the actual written scriptures that it says in his laws, and that's what I follow. I'm not talking about your interpretation. Well, I think we can do this, and I think we do this. Well, I don't like that law because I, you know, my husband better not be, you know, so they feel a certain type of way. I'm not like that. I say, you know what? What it says is what I'm going to follow, and I'm not going to do anything else. I'm going to do what God says. I'm not going to do what he says. I'm going to do what God says. If it says it right here in these laws of Moses, this is what I'm following. And the rededication was all about them rededicating themselves back to God's laws. Matter of fact, they were uh, they were captured in the first place because they stopped following God's laws. Just like you've been cursed in the first place because you stopped following God's laws. This upcoming new year on the Gregorian calendar, I want you to rededicate yourself to following God's laws, to not sinning as much as we can. Oh God, I'm going to rededicate myself to following God's laws. All glory to God. I don't want to sin. I don't want to break God's laws for the rest of my life. I'm talking all God's laws, all 613 laws. I want to follow them to the best of my ability. So this <laughs> Hanukkah, which really just means dedication. And in the Hanukkah story, they were rededicating themselves and the temple they were rededicating themselves and the temple, but I'm trying to show you that you are the temple. So you are rededicating your temple to God. And just so happens conveniently, Hanukkah starts on the 25th. I'm not even going to read the scripture, but you can go to 2 Maccabees. Uh, you can start at the top to 2 Maccabees 1. You can start at the top and read yourself down to 10. And I've already read it to you uh, before in my Hanukkah message. Thank you so much for listening. Please give a tie offering or a donation at Cash App money sign Leo Dunson. You can also go to leodunson.com slash donate and may the glory of God and his blessings be upon you. So two things before I go. One, it's not a commandment for you to keep Hanukkah. So God isn't commanding you to keep Hanukkah. Matter of fact, in the scriptures in 2 Maccabees, it says that it's a common law. Do you know what a common law is? It said it's a common statute to be kept by the whole Israelite nation. Do you know what a common law is or a common statute? For example, a common law is that if you live with your uh, the same woman for seven years, then under common law, y'all are married. Now, y'all ain't married under civil law or under federal law, but under common law, y'all married. It's common knowledge that y'all together. It's common. But it ain't the actual law, the civil law, meaning it ain't enforceable. So you can't go do taxes together. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I hope y'all hear what I'm saying. So that's the same thing with God's laws versus this common law, which is Hanukkah is just a common law, meaning that you can celebrate it. You think God is upset for you to celebrate yours for seven days, for you to rededicate yourself back to his laws, commandments, and statutes? When the other Israelites who took back the seven, uh, the temple, they they... Oh, Lord, they celebrated this holiday and then deemed it a common law. And then Christ also <laughs> celebrated this holiday. I think it's funny because I gave the scripture on Christ celebrated. Some girl will say Christ didn't celebrate it. He was just there. <laughs> and if Christ was against it, why? He just didn't come in and turn over the tables like he did with the temples when they had the money changers in the temple. So if Christ wasn't celebrated, he would have told him not to do it. He wouldn't even just sat there and talk to him. He would have, he'd have flipped everything over and said, no, 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 you're not doing this. So even Christ celebrated it, confirming that it's okay for you to celebrate Hanukkah. So you go read the scriptures for yourself. Like I said, it's in 2 Maccabees. Uh, I believe it starts at, I believe it's 10. Lord, we thank you.
Yahshua, we thank you. Yah, we thank you. We give you honor and praise. We will not celebrate Christmas this year, but we will celebrate the rededication holiday of Hanukkah to rededicating our lives, our temple. Elohim. To Yah. To Yahshua. To his laws, commandments, and statutes. We give you all the glory and praise in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. For the Bible says that precept must be read upon precept. This book is a reference guide listing many of my favorite precepts on some of the most controversial biblical topics, scriptures, and prophecies. Precept upon precept is available now at Amazon and wherever books are sold. Hey guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Almost every other day someone asks, hey Leo, how can we support you? You can support by subscribing at ministries.leodunson.com and you will get my exclusive channel there. You can support me over there or you can also support by Cash App. Cash App, money sign, Leo Dunson. You can also go to leodunson.com slash donate. All of your gifts, all of your uh, donations, uh, you you honestly don't know how much I appreciate it. I, I can't even articulate it in words how grateful I am for someone to donate and sow into this ministry. It really, truly is a blessing to have people that support you. May the glory of God and his blessings be upon you. Shalom. Shalom.